1: At this point, we have all heard of GoFundMe, the fundraising website that has helped thousands of people. GoFundMe can help raise funds for anything, from help with medical care to rebuilding houses that have been burnt down to helping someone get through college. And some campaigns are really dumb, but hey, that's the beauty of GoFundMe. You can raise money for anything. But... What if someone used GoFundMe for other reasons? What if someone used this site to scam people out of hundreds of thousands of dollars just so that they could line their pockets and go on a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon? Well, today, we take a look at the story of Caitlin McClure, Mark D'Amico, and Johnny Bobbitt, a group of people whose heartwarming story touched the country and raised thousands upon thousands of dollars. How did it happen? Find out on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands.
0: Like the potato salad.
1: What are you talking about?
0: You don't know the story about the potato salad, man? I love potato salad. That's like one. The, that's the first time I ever heard a GoFundMe is that someone on the internet literally was like... Put up a GoFundMe that was like, I'm making potato salad, but I need a couple of ingredients. Can you help me out? It raised like, like seventy five thousand dollars. That I, that number's made up. Just you know, I don't remember. Like it raised a lot of money. though. It raised a lot of money. You know, like huh? I think it was in the tens of thousands of dollars. They made the potato salad. They posted it later. So at least at least they had the follow through. Which is kind of why you can hope
1: I I love c- potato salads, so. uh I don't blame him there.
0: I was more upset that I, th- I think they made regular potato salad.
1: What kind of potato salad do you want them to make?
0: I fancy potato salad. You got $70,000 to make potato salad.
1: He could have made it up. potato salad for the, whole, for the state.
0: Put caviar in it. Ew. You know? It's not supposed to be good. It's supposed to be expensive.
1: All right. Well, on that note, welcome <laughs> back to another episode of White Collars Red Hands. This is... I'm Kishan And I'm Nina. And uh, today we're going to talk about a GoFundMe scam that uh, recently came to light. Well, it's been in years in the making of coming to light. But it was a story that I knew of that Kashawn had heard of Mm -hmm. that you probably heard of too.
0: It's the Thousand Pound Sisters. Tammy didn't need that surgery. She wasn't dead.
1: I've never watched that show.
0: I haven't, here's the thing, I haven't either, but I see a bunch of random shows from that network on my TikTok.
1: Yeah, that's the only time I've watched it is when I get TikTok videos of Thousand Pound Sisters. But her sister started a GoFundMe?
0: Yeah, because she went to the hospital and she was like, he's gonna die, and she didn't. She I guess she wasn't even that sick, but they raised a bunch of money and now they got caught up for like being a scam.
1: Hmm, damn. Well, speaking of GoFundMe scams, let's talk about them. So, GoFundMe uh, was started in 2010 and as we know it has helped thousands of people that are going through hardships or needing to make potato salads it's easy i've donated to lots of go it's a really easy way to help and they do a lot of good yeah um
0: it's the it's the only fans of charity
1: it's the only fans of charity um Lots of people I know have used GoFundMe to help them through their hardships. We had a coworker who had to use it one time because she got shot. I know somebody who is using it right now because she had to have a double lung transplant. Like, these things are real, and it really does help a lot of people. Um, GoFundMe is the world's largest social fundraising platform, and they do monitor, they really do monitor their campaigns very well to make sure there are no scams, but fraudulent cases do slide through sometimes, but... Only one in a thousand campaigns are fraudulent, which are pretty good statistics.
0: Yeah, you're more likely to get struck by lightning.
1: Well, I'm more likely to get scammed on the street like I did the other day.
0: You got scammed on the street.
1: Yeah, you know, this guy like backed me into a tree kind of. And um, so first I was walking down the sidewalk and one man was like, you look tired. And I was like, I am tired. And he's like, did you just finish working out? And I was like, no, I just finished work. And then this other man popped up out of nowhere. He's like, hey, miss, we're trying to raise money for the kids to learn how to play the drums on the five-gallon barrels. And this is a good way to help them out of hardship. But I was like, literally, this man and a tree were beside me. And I was like, fuck, bro. And I, like, pulled some money out of my pocket because.
0: Oh, man.
1: I needed him to leave me the fuck alone. He's like, I don't mean any harm. I'm not trying to hurt you. And I'm like, I just want to go home.
0: Stop saying that. Like, <laughs> That's like the worst thing you can say to like, me. Is, I'm I, not trying to hurt you. It's like you you're making me think. I was right? like,
1: I I didn't think you meant harm, and I didn't think you were going to hurt me. But now you do. Here's four dollars. Trying
0: to teach kids to play drums on a bucket.
1: Yeah, and he had a laminated piece of paper. It looked very not legit. Great. But anyways, however. So many people do start GoFundMe's. So, okay, sorry. Uh, I said that one in 1,000 are fraudulent, okay? But there are a lot of people who will start GoFundMe for newsworthy events. Like, they're like, oh, my God, this is a GoFundMe to help Hurricane Katrina victims get toilet paper. But they aren't even associated with the situation at all. It's somebody in Montana doing something and obviously that didn't happen i'm just making up something because hurricane katrina happened in 2006 okay
0: this is a gofundme for all the previous presidents who have to now deal with legal fees please
1: but what is really shitty is that people is the people who do fake illnesses or child illnesses in order to make a quick buck those are shitty that's not cool But one of the stories, we're going to cover two stories today, one way lengthier than the other. Um, The story that we're going to start with, in 2017, Caitlin McClure was heading to Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, to be exact, from her town in New Jersey to hang out with a friend, to go out, to get drunk, to pop that pussy, all right?
0: In the city of brotherly love? In the city
1: of brotherly love. As she crosses the Delaware River, her uh, car,
0: just like George Washington, sorry,
1: <laughs> runs out of gas. Unlike George Washington.
0: Yeah, they had both. so.
1: She is able to get off on the shoulder, but ends up in a sketchy neighborhood and isn't sure what to do. She said, quote, my heart was beating out of my chest. I didn't know what the heck to do. A homeless man approaches her and tells her that he will help her. He goes to the nearest gas station and buys her gas with his last $20. The homeless man was Johnny Bobbitt, a Marine Corps vet who became a drug addict. Heroin, to be
0: exact. Wait, why didn't she have her wallet? The car broke down, but you didn't like... It didn't fall in a river. All right, fine. Sorry, I'm prematurely poking holes in the scenario. My
1: bad. After this act of kindness... And okay, so he gives her the 20 bucks, he brings her back a gallon of gas in a little container, uh-huh. puts the gas in her car, says, don't pay me back, just be safe and have a good night. And she drove away. But Caitlin was very moved by this act of kindness, was very touched by Johnny Bobbitt in the not sexual way. I about to
0: say, in the not physical way.
1: And because of this act of kindness, McClure and her boyfriend, Mark D'Amico, went out to find Bobbitt and thank him for his act of charity. They came back with money and food, but they wanted to do more to help him Mm -hmm. because they said he was very genuine. He was very kind. They really wanted to help this guy. Um, They started a GoFundMe for him called Paying It Forward, and they took an iconic photograph that I think most of us have seen of Bobbitt standing next to McClure. Bobbitt's got his hood up. He looks like he's down on his luck, and McClure is a pretty girl standing next to him. So It's
0: it's, uh, every... Every old CEO's dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really Hugh Hefnered that picture.
1: Oh hell yeah! But yeah. he wasn't that old. He wasn't old like that. He was like
0: yeah. Well, I probably mean, probably
1: only in his twenties or thirties. There's
0: not a lot of good comparisons for hot women with like homeless men. That's true. So I mean, unless you just talk about whoever's <laughs> hanging out with mumble rappers, huh? They look fucking homeless.
1: Oh yeah, they do. Okay, so actually, I remember this story and seeing stuff about it, but I don't think I donated to it. Like, I remember this story circulating.
0: This story came out when I was like a college student. So I yeah, was like 2017. I was, I was giving my money to nobody. Yeah. All right. I needed it for ramen noodles.
1: So they eventually, they originally set up the GoFundMe for $10,000 so that Bobbit could get on his feet. They just wanted to help him either get into rehab or get a place that he could stay through the winter, just, you know, help the guy out. But the story went viral. People started sending crazy amounts of money to their GoFundMe. The campaign ended up raising $400,000, over $400,000, and over 14,000 people donated to the cause. After fees, they ended up with like $375,000 because GoFundMe does take a chunk.
0: It's wild that GoFundMe got $25,000 from this. I know. I guess that's how they make money.
1: Yeah. With this money, Bobbitt was able to give money to family members, buy an RV slash camper, and get his life back on track. The camper was actually put on McClure's property, which was weird. They got
0: close. They you know, they were like, they this, did. this heroin guy's fun. Let's there's keep him there around.
1: There's like a Christmas picture of them in a bunch of onesies. It might be a Halloween picture because they all are like look like they're in Winnie the Pooh onesies.
0: Imagine being so generous that you just fall into a thruple. <laughs> Wow, just you know, it really what what you give out does come back to you.
1: Ali Wong has a bit about hooking up with homeless men, so I guess this is what happens.
0: That's what happens.
1: Hey, if you're if you're homeless enough,
0: twenty dollars, give it to a random person, maybe you end up in a throuple.
1: I have thought about going out with homeless men because they just see things in me that I don't see in myself.
0: Yeah, themselves.
1: Yeah. Well, so one day I was walking down the street and this homeless man was like big booty, big booty. And I was like, no, sir, but thank you so much. And then another time I was on the train wearing khakis, and um, this homeless man came up to me, and I had a to-go cup, and he ripped the straw out of my to-go cup and then said some nonsense, and I was like, okay. And then he came back up to me like five minutes later and proposed to me.
0: So your bar is just like a compliment? That's that's what I'm hearing is that like... (laughs) Someone just says, wow, you look nice today. You're like, oh, my God.
1: Okay. Okay, listen. Take me now. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, all right.
0: Okay, great. I was about to say, I was like, yeah. dispute it, please.
1: Yeah, no, I can't dispute it. I can't dispute it. Um, but this, this sounds like a really beautiful, like, heartwarming story of Bobbitt and the couple. And... You know, if yeah. we're covering the story, it's probably not going to be a happy ending. Oh,
0: it doesn't end with them wearing footy pajamas on a Christmas card? Mm. Oh, man.
1: So, per usual, with things on the internet, things often disappear as quickly as they go viral. All right? So, once this story was out of the headlines, people forgot about it. I did, until I heard about the other stuff that went down recently. However, Bobbitt claimed that he only received $75,000 of the all the GoFundMe money, and that McLaurin D'Amico... Yeah, D'Amico, I, I'm think I'm saying it right, kept the money from him and he started to sue the couple.
0: Uh hot hot take here. All right. You were literally you were on heroin, right? At that at that point I'd be like, thank you for getting me off heroin. I will take the seventy-five thousand dollars and I will abscond. I will leave.
1: Yeah, well, Leclerc and D'Amico have another side of the story. They say that they kept the money safe for Bobbitt because of his drug addiction. Uh,
0: Doesn't make sense a little bit.
1: And they claimed that Bobbitt spent over $25,000 on drugs in just three weeks. And they knew that if he had full access to his money, that he would just blow it.
0: There's no fucking way. Well, that's what I
1: was thinking. I was like, $25,000 in three weeks. Like, I know it's not cheap, but it's not that expensive.
0: I've never bought heroin, but that, like, you'd be, he'd be dead.
1: If you do heroin messages... <laughs>
0: yeah, but no, actually, honestly, you do heroin? How much is $25,000 in heroin Well, I get in
1: flagged 2017? by the police.
0: What, just because you look how, how much is heroin on the street? Probably not.
1: How much does heroin cost?
0: You think Alexa would answer that? I'm going to ask her. Hey, Alexa, how much does heroin cost on the street?
1: Sorry, I don't have
0: an answer for that. Ah, Bitch. all right. Jeff Bezos doesn't want us to know that it's asshole. because like he's doing
1: it. Compared to RX her- pills, heroin is less expensive. Average US trace of a single bag is $15 to $20. On the street, an 80 milligram tablet of something like Oxycontin can run as high as 80. Wait, but I want heroin.
0: Didn't it just say heroin is
1: $20? Yeah, so one gram is $15 to $20. So you'd be doing like so much.
0: Yeah, man, that's a lot of fucking- But I
1: don't know how much. So if you're a very heavy user of heroin, your habit could cost you anywhere from $150 to $200 a day.
0: A d- that's, so it's still very, that's $1,400 if he's at the upper range. There's no way he's doing
1: that much 20 times heroin. that. Oh my God, meth is really cheap. I feel stupid right now.
0: Are you just like trying to... You're like...
1: No, I'm on this article.
0: (laughs) You're doing like an Amazon shop compare. You're like, oh man.
1: You know, at Walmart, they can price match me.
0: (laughs) Can you... My dealer across town actually said that he can do better. Can you... Can we work this out? Can we work
1: this out? Can we negotiate? Can we work this out? Um, The couple also said that Bobbitt needed a financial guardian and that they took that role upon themselves until they could set him up a trust. Until the trust was set up, they said they were helping him out any way that they could. They even allowed him full access to their home, which he could shower and get food. They said that it was really hard for him to manage his finances because he had no birth certificate, no ID, and no bank account. I, I mean...
0: You can get some of that stuff, though.
1: You can. You can. Um, you could definitely get a birth certificate. Birth certificate is scary, easy to yeah. get.
0: And an ID. You can get both of those things. Maybe he doesn't know his social. You do need that to know your social security. But you right? don't
1: need that for your birth certificate. I thought you did. I'm pretty sure when I went and got my birth certificate, because I didn't have a copy, I literally walked in and was like, I need a copy of my birth certificate. And they're like, cool, what's your name? And I told them. And they're like, where were you born? And I told them. And they were like, here you go.
0: Here's the thing, though. You don't look like you do heroin. That's true. So maybe they were just like, the, give this Starbucks-loving white woman a birth certificate. Who cares? First
1: of all, I'm a Dunkin' Donuts You used girl. your
0: privilege. Yeah, but you look like you drink Starbucks.
1: Wow yeah. yeah good, is it the blonde hair?
0: drink a pumpkin spice latte. It's that. It's that. Number one. Number two, everything else. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's my cropped hoodie. <laughs> That's another my thing. Leggings.
0: I don't know what part of everything else.
1: Is it my 2,200? Throw over there for you. Damn. <laughs> so, McClure and D'Amico, they were getting a lot of flack when Bobbitt came out saying that he only got a small portion of all that money. Um, so they ended up going on the Today Show to clear, um, to clear the air and prove their innocence. Don't go on TV. And honestly, they gave a really convincing interview. I would have believed them. Um, Megan Kelly was completely on board with them. And on the show, McClure said that she was receiving death threats and that people were threatening to burn down her home over this, which was a bit extreme.
0: Yeah, especially because it might jump to his trailer that's in the front yard.
1: Right. Although D'Amico and mcclure were saying that they had pure intentions to everyone else on the outside it did not appear so mcclure was seen driving around a brand new bmw the couple went on vacations that helicopter ride across the band canyon being one of them they said that they bought these things with their own money but it wasn't really believable and in 2018 the scheme fell apart and that's when people started getting in trouble McClure, Bobbitt, and D'Amico have all been charged in this case.
0: Yeah, and the latter probably not even for heroin.
1: Not for heroin. But what really happened? What happened was McClure and D'Amico met Bobbitt on an off-ramp right by a casino about a month before they started the GoFundMe. Apparently, D'Amico was um, pretty frequent to this one casino, and he would see Bobbitt a lot, and that's why he approached him. So, like every dumbass who commits a crime, they weren't very sneaky, and they texted people about it. Stop doing that.
0: Or keep doing it. We like when you get caught.
1: In the text, they discussed their money troubles and the scam in general. The police actually went through 60,000 text messages, which is a lot.
0: Oh, man. The brave and the bold going through text messages in an office.
1: Yep. The one one text from McClure to a friend read, "Okay, so wait, the gas part is completely made up, but the guy isn't. I had to make something up to make people feel bad."
0: Man, they they wasted their time. They could have been like on a marketing team somewhere.
1: Literally. Her friend told her that it was going to backfire. And it did. The whole thing was made up. They made sure that Bobbitt knew their side of the the whole story so that he could keep up the story if he was ever asked about it. Um, So basically, they they found this homeless man on the street. They were like, hey, we're going to make up this scheme and you're going to get money out of it. I think he thought he was going to get all the money or he felt as though he should get all the money. Um, And he got $75,000.
0: At that point you got approached this is going this is going back to my my theory from earlier you get approached and they're like get in on this scheme you don't deserve all the money they came up with
1: the scheme I do.
0: They could have gotten away with it too if it weren't for that rascally heroin addict. Like, what?
1: well, honestly, they would have gotten away with it. Absolutely, if, if he wouldn't have gotten a lawyer, and he wouldn't have tried to sue them. He, they all would have gotten away with it, but they didn't. Uh, they all got arrested, and in twenty nineteen, Bobbitt pled guilty to a second degree charge of conspiracy to commit theft by deception. Authorities claim that he actually made up a similar story in 2012 on his Facebook about giving away his dinner money to help a woman, but this one didn't go viral. Um, Bobbitt was sentenced to three years in prison and ordered to pay restitution of $25,000. I don't think he has any leftover money to help pay for this, to be honest. That's only
0: two weeks worth of heroin, supposedly.
1: Right? Three, but yeah.
0: Oh, was it 3 mm-hmm.
1: Part of his sentencing does require him to get treatment for his drug addiction, and if he does not follow the rules regarding his treatment, he will serve five years total. So D'Amico pled guilty and was sentenced to five years in prison in New Jersey and then is also serving a federal sentence of 27 months, and these sentences run congruently. So he's going to be in jail for over seven years.
0: Damn. That's why, of course, these random people that stole money.
1: Yeah, they these ones. Get, so these they ones get a, they in trouble. Can get a charge.
0: They can catch a charge. But
1: the people who steal millions upon millions upon millions of dollars don't get charged.
0: Sure. Now,
1: they should get in trouble.
0: Absolutely.
1: However, everybody should get in trouble. McClure was sentenced to three years in a New Jersey state prison. She got a shorter sentence because she testified against D'Amico. Oh, so she flipped on her boyfriend? She did.
0: Man, do it. Get out of that there. That rascally
1: sis. bitch. Get out of there. She pulled it to 6ix9ine. Ratted everybody out. I'm back, big man.
0: Right? That's oh. so how it goes. He sad. She said. Big sad. He'd like rhyme sad like four times in a row. His music is awful. Oh my God. Well now he's God. in jail. No, he's I think back. he got out. Yeah, no, he's out. He was supposed to go in there for like a long time. Yeah, they were like murder. He's going to be in prison for twenty four years, and they got out of like two, and that's why everyone was like, "There's an event happening." Somebody they got to go read text messages. They do need to go read text <laughs> messages. Sixty thousand of
1: them. <laughs> this case is seen as especially controversial because of the amount of money that was taken. Most of the GoFundMe scams are only around or under ten grand. Um, I will say that I do kind of feel bad in a way for Bobbitt because if you
0: it's a lot of text messages they need a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> calling backup they have two phones
1: but I do feel bad in a way for Bobbitt because like you're this homeless guy he was literally I'm not trying to be funny he was living under a bridge like he was they showed me his house Wait,
0: you preface it with I'm not trying to be funny I'm gonna laugh
1: I know but I'm... now, i
0: imagine of like a troll there's like Billy goats up there
1: ugh no, it was a mattress. Anyways, I don't know where he got the mattress under the bridge. But anyways, besides the point, if a couple approaches you and is like, hey, we're going to make you a bunch of money, how are you not going to say no to that? You have nothing.
0: How are we not going to say yes to that? How no, are you not going to say no to uh,
1: Whatever. That. You know what I mean? You're going to agree.
0: Yeah, you fucking kidding me?
1: But the other thing that's very annoying about this is that you did raise all that money, and you could have used that money to not only help out Bobbitt, but other homeless people. You could have done a lot of good with over $300,000, but instead they decided to exploit the public's sympathy for financial gain. GoFundMe did pay people back, though.
0: I got to see the Grand Canyon.
1: In a helicopter.
0: Yeah. I've seen it in person. I lived in Arizona. It's okay.
1: I've never been it's okay I don't like to hike that much
0: oh man hiking up out of it no nah, man I was also like a fat little child when I went um, so I could roll down but you gotta like actually work coming up and it was, to, uh, it wasn't for it
1: they had to put the ropes around Kashan and then pull him up
0: yeah yeah they gotta like counterweight it with like a donkey on the other side uh-huh yeah he it go up yeah
1: and then they dropped the donkey oh wait that was Kashan
0: Fuck's that's supposed to mean man.
1: You look like a donkey. Fuck you. Alright, so here's another scam, and this scam is I, I had to just include it because it was crazy. So in 2016, a woman named Victoria Morrison started a GoFundMe for her son Blake called Blake's Bucket List. Blake had been diagnosed with leukemia and he didn't have a lot of time left. Morrison was a single mother, and she said that she couldn't fulfill his last wishes and that she hoped that people would donate in order for her to help make the most of her son's final days on Earth.
0: Uh, how What? How old was he? Ten. What the hell last wishes does he have? A fucking a Lego set? Yeah. Come on, man.
1: She's a single mom. She's got three other kids.
0: Sell one of the kids.
1: <laughs> she probably was. Um... I don't know same. go to Disney World what did you want when you were 10 I wanted some stupid shit
0: I don't know probably something really nerdy like a forensics kit which I did want and I got for my birthday what's up <laughs> what's up
1: thanks Tamara yeah Tamara
0: Tamara Jesus what's she's not she's name? not Tanya? from sister sister
1: what's your mom's name it's Tamara Tamara I knew it
0: Tamara's from TNT Tamara Maori, the powerhouse of the twins that were on sister sister and twitches
1: that is a good show
0: Sister, sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a good show.
1: Um. So, anyways, people donated and the fund raised two thousand dollars, which is much less than Bobbit, but still crazy.
0: Yeah, by orders of magnitude less.
1: <laughs> yeah, like in early 2017, Morrison posted on Facebook that Blake passed away, and that he would be cremated, and that a memorial service would follow, and everybody was really, really sad and. They were upset about Blake dying. He's 10. He's got leukemia. That's fucking sad, right? Well, this whole thing whole thing, got blown out of the water because someone approached Blake's father and offered their condolences. They were like at the grocery store and they're like, oh, hey, sorry. So sorry to hear about your son. I heard he died. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? My kid's fine.
0: It's like, Blake's right here.
1: Literally. Like, daddy, I want, the, I want the Cheerios, daddy. He was like, my son is fine. Blake like- didn't even have cancer. <laughs> Like, he didn't have leukemia. However, Morrison convinced her son that he in did indeed have leukemia. And this poor kid thought that he was dying. Daddy, daddy, give me the Cheerios. I'm going to die, daddy. Give me the Cheerios. <laughs> You're
0: like, I fucking wish he had cancer. This kid's fucking annoying. Daddy, daddy.
1: Oh, my gosh. And after lying about him being dead, Blake was found in a nearby hotel with a bill of perfect health. He didn't even have cancer at all. There's nothing wrong with him. Morrison was arrested and was sentenced to a minimum of five years in prison.
0: Five years for $2,000? All
1: that for $2,000. Well, part of it was because of the child endangerment, because of the mental shit that she put him through. Mm -hmm. That was like, I think it was classified as child abuse. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it is. Um, It reminded me of that story that came out where that girl Gypsy Rose killed her mom. Or got her boyfriend to kill her mom because her mom was, like, convincing everybody that Gypsy Rose had all these problems, like, health problems. And, like, mm-hmm. the Make-A-Wish Foundation, like, even gave her, like, a trip to Disney or something. Hulu, Hulu uh, made a whole um, miniseries on it called, like, Mother Dearest or something like this that. Is this,
0: like, Munchausen by proxy? Yes. Basically?
1: Yes, it was Munchausen by proxy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and other really rare psychological phenomenon. That's what we, that's what we do here as we talk about. Munchausen by proxy... Folie à Shout out to the new Joker movie. Uh, it's called Folie à Oh, I
1: yeah. want to. I want to see it.
0: It's got a Lady Gaga as Harlequin, and it's a musical.
1: What? Gonna, I didn't know the musical part.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. We'll see if it's good.
1: I'm still going to see it because the first Joker was phenomenal.
0: It was. It was better than you'd expect.
1: Yeah, I had yeah. a great time in the theater.
0: Yeah, it won an Academy Award. It should have. As we, it was a great film. I'm glad interesting films are winning Academy Awards now, and it's not just like. The weird ones? Movies that I haven't seen, like
1: Fish Gone out of with water. the Wind. Okay, you didn't see that because it was in the 30s.
0: It was not in the 30s.
1: That movie was made in like the 30s.
0: It could not have been. Wasn't that one person in- <laughs> I'm being very specific right now. I'm bad with actors' names. Oh, Clark I'm, I'm, Cable. I'm thinking about Dances with Wolves.
1: Yeah, that's Kevin Costner, and that was the 90s. Yeah. 1939, yeah. Gone with the Wind, three hours and 58 minutes of cinematic gold. Three hours?
0: <laughs> Jesus. 3.58,
1: well, so that, it's really four.
0: That's why I've never seen it, because I would never get those four hours of my life back. I'd rather be doing anything else.
1: It's not that good.
0: I can't be the only one that gets scared about like long movies, about being like, I'm going to lose that amount of my life watching it. I so I just don't.
1: Dances with Wolves is like three hours long.
0: Well, I haven't seen that either.
1: That is a great movie. It's one of my top five.
0: The only Kevin Costner movies I watch are the ones where he plays baseball and Waterworld.
1: So isn't he in... Oh, wait. Maybe that's Tom Hanks.
0: A League of Their Own. That's yeah. Tom Hanks.
1: Okay. Where's the one he played?
0: He's got baseball. He's got three big ones. He's got he's got A League of Their Own. Or not A League of Their Own. Fucking God damn it! He's got Field of Dreams. Uh-huh. Field of Dreams. He's got uh, Bull Durham. Which is a very good baseball movie. And he's got the other one that I've never seen.
1: I've not seen any of those movies. I haven't even seen A League of Their Own.
0: He's an old pitcher. He pitches a perfect game. John C. Reilly's his catcher. Once again, seen all the clips on TikTok. I've seen whole movies on TikTok that I've never seen in real life.
1: So this was a shorter episode today, but an important one. Charitable donations are always seen as a good thing. Heck. When you're at the grocery store, they always ask you if you want to donate to St. Jude. And then when you don't, you feel like a piece of shit so that they swindle you into donating for them so that they can get a tax break. But that's another story.
0: Wait, they do that? Yeah. They use that as a tax break for the company?
1: Yeah. So quit
0: doing it. I wasn't doing it to begin with. But, you know, when they're like, do you want to help the kids
1: with cancer or do you want to help the hungry? And you're like, hit a dollar.
0: I know a sunk cost fallacy when I see it. I'm not donating to kids with cancer.
1: Like, they use that money that people donate to then donate, but they use it as a tax write-off. Woof. And they're not even the ones donating the money. Hate that. Yeah. People who lie about helping the needy in order to make a quick buck are the worst type of people out there. McClure and D'Amico deserve every minute of their jail sentence. Now... This episode isn't here to persuade you from donating those who to those who need help. Rather, do your homework, know what you're donating to, or donate directly to someone in order to avoid a scam. And that's today's episode. Thank you so much for listening.
0: Yeah, GoFundMe. Huh? Go
1: GoFundMe. GoFundMe.
0: And, you know, if you wanna if you wanna start a GoFundMe, now this shows you how easy it is. Yep. Yeah. But do it for real. Just do it make it for real. Just make potato salad, please. Yeah,
1: well, and there's a lady who has dedicated her life to uh, finding scams off GoFundMe, and it, her website is go, called GoFraudMe.
0: I wonder how how long she thought about that one.
1: I don't know. I thought it was kind of clever. It's all right. I laughed. I chuckled.
0: It doesn't even rhyme.
1: I said a ha ha, hoo hoo ha ha, hoo hoo ha ha. He. Okay, great. I chuckled.
0: Wow, you threw a he he in there. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's been really funny.
1: I. Yeah, it was well thank you so much for listening everyone if you want more where that came from you can go on uh, facebook.com slash white collars red hands on our twitter at white collars pod our instagram at white collars underscore red hands or on our tiktok at white collars red hands um if you have a suggestion for a show we are actually halfway through the season so jeez oh, i are. know right um we're halfway through the season so if you want to you got a story, a white-collar crime story that you want to hear about, you should uh, suggest it to us. We love to do fan-submitted episodes. We try to do at least one every season. You can send that to us by DMing us or by going to our, by emailing us, whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. Um, you can always check out our website, too. Whitecoloursredhands.com. A way to support us is by going to that merch tab, clicking on the merch. It'll take you over to t Public and you can buy whatever your heart desires. Another way to support us is by giving us a rating on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We love a five-star rating, but an honest one is good as well. And then the best way to spread the word about us, to support us, is by just telling people. Tell your friends, mm-hmm. tell your coworkers.
0: Oh, make one of those tape recordings and then play it next to your partner while they sleep at night that just says, watch, right, white
1: collars, red hands. Oh, yeah. Watch it because watch we're on YouTube collars, now. We are on YouTube now and we need subscribers. So please go do that for us. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, please do. I'm serious, though, about uh, uh, you know making your partner listen to us by playing it while they sleep. Yeah. You might think I'm joking. But we're not. That's
1: serious. We absolutely are not joking. Do that. And uh, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Don't go scamming people, um, and we'll see you another. We'll me we'll, we'll see you. Uh, oh my! Stop doing scam, that. You're don't sh-
0: go scamming people. Sorry, that's just in my head now. All right.
1: I wouldn't if I tried.
0: Would you outro us? I'm, I'm singing. Trying. I'm singing. Just outro.
1: Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on another mm-hmm. episode of I White Get Collars, Red, Red Hands. hands.